And in some uh, churches, we have um, young believers meeting, training, then to uh, middle-range believers, then to mature believers. In CFT, we don't do that. Because why? To me, once you are born again, you are born again. Everybody needs to hear the teachings of a young believer because the Bible tells us to do that in the book of Hebrews 6. It says all this elemental doctrine... He said, but you must also teach it all the time. So that everybody here directly from God have the same opportunity of the same hearing. Now, somebody may be born again new, but he can run fast with information, faster than somebody who has been a, a Christian for years, even ordained leader. So, this system, therefore, is the system of Jesus Christ. Jesus didn't have a, a believer's class. I want the apostles. I was going to say I want apostles. <laughs> I'm already in Nigeria, you know. It's only God who is letting me stay with you here. Yeah. The whole of my being has gone. I want to go back to the field. I was telling Pastor Jesus yesterday that I can't wait to drop this pen of my studies. I want to go back into the field next year. I was running through what God did through us. In the nation of Nigeria. And I look at Nigeria. The church of Nigeria. That is the body of Christ. Is not like what it was in 1989. When the Lord visited that nation. The cry of the soul of many is. Where is Jesus really? And we have the answer. So. The the apostles never. Had young believers class. It is a good thing to do it. It's intellectual and it's good. But it is not um, uh, it is not something that uh, is not is not a doctrine. I think that will be it. So therefore, if you are in this house, you have opportunity that those who are mighty men of God will you know have in hearing. Even if you think you are not mighty, no problem. Some people have problem with you know. Accepting what God has made them in, under the guise of humility. If God has made you something, as far as I'm concerned, you are that. And I will call you that. Because when a child becomes a doctor, they call him doctor. When a child becomes a lawyer, they call him lawyer. When a child becomes an engineer, they call him engineer. A child becomes a professor, they call him professor. So if you become something that Holy Spirit has said, like Ephesians chapter 4, verse uh, 11, then I will recognize it. I believe that in recognizing that, I place demand in that office like it's in the world. Now, what I want to start teaching you today is still the church of the living God, but we're going to be looking into the journey of the rights of a Christian and the privileges of a Christian, right, or privileges of a Christian, and then I will teach you about um, um, the duties of a believer. Now, let us go back to the scripture. The principal scripture that we are teaching, or where this discussion stems from, is 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. It says, if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of the truth. Now, I want to remind us on the things that we went through when we are when we're looking into this very verse. The first thing that struck very strongly here is that the church of the living God is the household of God. 
So, the first thing is, I am a member of God's family. You must have confidence. When I was teaching this last week, uh, we had ministers' conference in Dublin, and I was teaching the ministers on, you know, about their calling and how God operates through them. So I shared some testimonies of my personal life, and I told them the fact that I don't have any fear when it comes to delivery of the work. No fear. I don't have fear on earth to go. I, I don't have a fear on earth. I don't. Because what makes people fear or not, I've, come, I've conquered it. I have no fear. I don't have fear of failure. I don't have fear of success. I don't have fear of death. I don't have fear of sickness. I don't have fear of anything. Because I've understood this. Then they asked me, look, Apostle, tell us the secrets of your life. I go into the places where they worship voodoo. I face them, go to shrine, prohibited places, forests that they kill people. I will walk into it without any fear. I will pass through where some have passed through and they have just died by stepping on the floor. I was with a group in Ikene. They beheaded somebody while I was there. And they put that person's corpse, you know, mutilated body in the paper. And I was teaching. I was settling peaceful between Christian ministers and a cult. And the king accused them. that Look, this is why this man of God from England is necessary for him to be here. You just beheaded somebody this week. And you guys make rituals of him. When the king pointed to them, they said, no, sir. One of them said, no, I know the one who did it is not me. It is this person. And that person who did it is part of the gang. is part of the group. I'm sitting with this guy telling them that, look, you have to not touch Christians again in this city. These are people who have just beheaded somebody and used it for ritual. Now, why am I not afraid of such? I was in the, the other place where the Holy Spirit were doing Jesus' work, and the Holy Spirit said, go into the jungle. We went to the jungle. Only when we were going to enter, someone said to me that, no, 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 Apostle, you can't go into this place. We are sons of the soil. This is a forbidden forest. And I said to the person, uh, Pastor, Pastor Ababa was me. I said to the person, that, who forbid this forest? And he said, our fathers. I said, worms ate their mouth. They perished and they were never known again. I said, if with their mouth they forbid this forest over 500 years ago, I unforbid it. The earth is the lost and the food is and I moved. And everybody followed me. Okay, including them with fear. We went down the, 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 the forest about 0.5 kilometers into the river. A man came out in the river flying on the space. Why am I not afraid of him? I shot towards him rebuking the name of Jesus. He vanished. Why am I not afraid of him? Why will I go confront all those things? The, the, that's the question they were asking me. I did a crusade after that meeting in that city. When they sent a bird to kill me, I commanded the bird. It fell dead. I made a proclamation over the city that if anybody decides to kill among the witches, it will be his life. That night, they went to their meeting. The, the following week, rather, they went to their meeting. And they could not fly. Because after making declaration, they all, the king told me, called me when I went to visit him. He said, you know, after the crusade, 3 a.m., said, he said, my gate knocked. I opened the gate and I... And all these old witches were falling into my palace. I said, why are you coming here at 3 a.m.? What's the problem? They said, King, we came so that there will be no problem. He said, tell me, what is it? 
And they said to the king, the apostle you brought from England last week said something that looks like a joke. He made a proclamation that if anybody will, will kill somebody by witchcraft, it will be his life for it. It won't happen again after I've left this city. It, they now said to the king, you know we are evil people. We flew to heavens and we saw death, so we came back down. The king said he thought it was a drama he was listening to. The king said he thought in a split second. That's so I was, he said, I was there when apostles spoke that nobody will go to by witchcraft to someone in this city. He said, I thought it was just a pronunciation. The king said, so I was curious to understand. And I said to them, that, look guys, tell me. So, you saw death. They said yes. You don't want to die. They said yes. The king said, okay then, why would you want to kill somebody? They said, when there is good, there must be evil. Is eternal order that will end with the globe with this world and so the king said but i don't want you to kill any of my own people i don't want to do evil in my territory they said to the king king even if we want to we cannot the man spoke and we took it for granted we went to the clouds we saw death out again the king said he said to them what do you want they said to the king, we beg for our life. Now I shared these things with those ministers. Because you see, in Christ with Tabernacle, the Christianity I show you is the Christianity you read in the Bible. Are you with me now? The things I endeavor and I dare and I do among us on earth today, those who dare such and do it are very few. Very few. We have good talkers. But when it comes to real you know, launching into what you're saying. There is fear, several fears in the heart of men. So then, what is the secret, they asked me. And I told them once, wherever I am, the Lord is there. That is the secret. You cannot convince me that Jesus is not anywhere I am. It's impossible. It's impossible. It is impossible. It is a knowing just a, 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 a transition of, of a knowing that, that makes a difference between first-class students and the failure in the school. Just a reflection. Now, therefore, your Christianity must not be hanging on other people's Christianity. A Christian who has fear of death, who has fear of this, who has fear of that, who has fear of that, who has fear of that... The reason stems from your knowledge of who you are. Your knowledge of who God is. This scripture tells me the first thing. That we are the church of the living God. Not dead God. And it says we are the household of the Lord God himself. A member of the family. Come on now. If you are still struggling with that. Flush your brain. You are. A member of God's family from the day you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's your first right. The rights and privileges of God's people is that you are a member of the household of God. Look at that is my daughter that I gave back to physically. 
Alright? She would not need permission to come to my house. She has the key. She can go there when I'm in. She can go there when I'm out. She cannot feel threatened to knock my gates. Whatever the gate may be. Even if I put crossbar over the gate. If others don't know how to open it. The day she says she doesn't want to open my gate. Something is wrong with her, her being my child. Anything I know she knows. Every right I have she has. If anybody accept me and did not accept him. I reject that person to his face. The church of the living God. We are God's family members. So, if we are God's family members, I want to show you more things. The first thing he tells us here is that we are members of the family of God. The second thing is that we must conduct ourselves. There is a lifestyle to live. We cannot live like the Gentiles do. Hi. You know, if you belong to a real family, there are some program way of life you just have to abide by. Even if you think that it is, it, is, it, is, it is not right for you to do so. Once you are born in that family, either right or wrong, you have to do that. You have to go through that life. I will together now. You can't live substandard of life. You have to be served. Therefore, there is conduct. We must conduct ourselves. In the household of God. Then, the third thing here is that the household of God is the pillar and foundation of truth. You don't go to church to be lied to. You don't go to church to be pampered or cajoled. If you go to a place they call church and it's only to cajole you, and if you remain there, you will see your life. It's like saying that you went to university when you are just going to a, a training center down the Defoe High Street. And you expect to come out with PhD in that training center down Defoe High Street. I'm sorry for you. You may spend 20 years in that place. You will only wake up after 20 years that you wasted the whole of your 20 life life. You cannot separate truth from church. When there is no truth, is no church. When the pillar is not there, there is no building. I would gather, same thing, some of you who watch television and watch people, you can't watch people who are not based on the pillar and expect that you will hear God speak from them. Satan will speak like anybody will speak, they will speak good things. But good things doesn't mean God thing. God things is different from good things. It may sound good, <laughs> but does he sound God? Good doesn't take you anywhere. It is God who takes you to the end of life. And so therefore, it is pillar and foundation of truth. Now, let me now begin to help you understand. Having known this, that you are a member of God's family, what is the first privilege? You are a child of God. Okay? The second privilege is, and of course the other scripture that, that, that buttresses that is the book of Romans 8, 29. You are brothers of Jesus Christ. Yes? Jesus is the firstborn. You are the first fruit. Yes? For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be, to be conformed to the likeness of His Son, that He might be firstborn. I love that word, to be conformed with to the likeness. Okay? What that means is that there is a work to be done for that to fully form. It's a process. God predestined that is predestined means set standard 
that the set standard of God is that we will become like him by predestination. So, for that to happen, God had to burn us again first so that we are born again. And then we go on the path of transformation or I will call it conformal projection. For those of you who are mathematically inclined. Or those of you who are in media. Morphing. Or metamorphosis. Morphing, you will take a cube. And from a cube, you will make 20 stories without adding to it. That is the metamorphosis of transforming solid figure into solid figure. Because it doesn't change states, it remains solid. But there's a lot involved in that. Therefore, you need to know this. To be like Christ, there's a lot involved. Conduct is the key. Like Christ conducted himself to men, you ought to. Christ conducted himself to the Father, you ought to. You cannot do to men what Christ will not do to men. Are we together? Okay, so, having known that, let me take you to the third one. Maybe just write whatever down. The second right, the third right is that you are now God's ambassadors. Second Corinthians chapter, chapter 5 verse 17. You are now Christ's ambassadors. Second Corinthians 5 17. It says... Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. New creation is not a title, it's an experience of the transformation, which we just read in the book of Romans 8. A new creation means when you born again, your old man is killed and destroyed, and he has no more record. The day you say, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, God destroyed the old man in you, and created a new person. Alright? Now, a new creation, the King James also calls it a new creature. Either you call it creation or new creature, you are saying the same thing. It says the old has gone, or old things are passed away. It says the old has gone. So what has gone have no relevance to what is now, or what shall be. And it says... Oh, the old things are passed away and the, and, uh, and the new has come. Or all things have become new. Now, so we are not exploring into what is new. The old is gone. Now this is a new territory. This is a new person. Now, all your life as a Christian, you are still trying to discover this new man. Are we together? That's why you come to the Bible school on Wednesday. Those who came last Wednesday, what they know, those of you who didn't come didn't know it. On Friday, there was an IVG here. What those people knew, those of you who missed the IVG, you couldn't get it. The fact is that when you miss a, 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 a lecture, you cannot recover it. Because when a lecture is on, what God will say, what God will do, is different from somebody who is now coming to listen. When you're coming to listen, the presence is not like where you were, if you were there, the participator. So therefore, you are on the journey of discovering your new person. Some people just remain as old things are passed away, but nothing is new in their lives. Let me say something to you. 
If someone like that dies, does he go to heaven? One of your rights, when I start taking your rights deeper next week, is the right to die and reign with him. And when I talk about the right to die and reign with him, I will talk about heaven and hell. I promised you, didn't I, some weeks ago? <laughs> I love to talk about hell more than heaven. <laughs> because when I talk about hell, everybody will go home afraid. Hallelujah, somebody. I love to make people fear as long as it is God they fear. Because the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible says a good understanding and all who practice it. So, fear is a practice. So we have Christians who are fear practitioners. And those ones do not fear. The more you fear God, the less you fear anything. And God wants you to get at the place I am at least. And then go beyond. That I fear nothing. Because what I should have feared, the area of my life created by God to fear, I have turned it all to the Lord. So that it's only the Lord I fear. There's no more room in me to fear other things that normal people fear. The reason why you fear things is because you have not turned out the fear towards God. I faced machine gun in Jamaica. God, the guy with the machine gun, saved instantly. Why was I not afraid of him? That he could destroy me even when the captain was saying that those guys are mad. And he said to me, you're talking to this guy, they can just get angry and shoot you dead. And I told the, 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 the captain that, look at me. Do you look at a living man? No, I was dead 2,000 years ago. You can kill me twice. You can kill me twice. I was told in Lagos, don't pass this road because it's after one. I went to do a crusade in a place in Lagos and they, then the crusade finished about to 12. And I, I sat down to have fellowship with the people till about, two, uh, 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 about uh, to 1, midnight. And I was going to Lagos. And they said to me, Apostle, the road is dangerous. I looked at them and I shook my head. Pastor Dakpa knew that they are talking not my language. The road is dangerous. Is it dangerous because of the day I'm traveling? Or is it dangerous because of the hour of my journey? Is it dangerous because it is perpetually dangerous? I can understand whether it is a perpetual danger place or whether it was dangerous because of the time and the season or because of circumstances. Have you not read the Bible that the angel of the Lord and come around those who fear the Lord to protect them? Those angels have only one job. Their job is to protect the child of God. Even if I put my life on the stake. What about if the Lord doesn't deliver me? Have you not read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Who said, even if our Lord does not deliver us, throw us in the fire? Don't you understand? Man get to that level, not because they were trained, but because they chose to fear God. Oh, I don't know what will happen to my son. Oh, I don't know what will happen to my daughter. I don't know what will happen to my child. I don't know what will happen to my career because you don't fear God enough. You don't understand He knows tomorrow. And he takes control of tomorrow. And anyone who fears God, anything you do to your life now, will be according to his will. So that your tomorrow is taken care of. Most people don't understand. What you do now determines your tomorrow. Not the devil. Not the devil. Not the devil. I think I I had this and I will stop in five minutes. Now, 
Some of you need to know this. If you are sowing a basket in your marriage now, you will suffer tomorrow. You may not think I will say it, but I will say it. For God judges the intent of the heart of man, and he will repay everyone for what they have done in their heart. Okay? If you live in your marriage without living God's standard, you suffer. Every day you live, you will never regain it till death. Till eternity, really. Forever, you won't regain it. So the Bible says, therefore, make the maximum of each day. So, therefore, if you are in Christ Jesus, you are in new creation, old things are gone, new things have come. The next verse, please, verse 18. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us what? The ministry of reconciliation. Not the ministry of quarreling, the ministry of backbiting, the ministry of fighting, the ministry of causing dissension among brethren. If you do that, you will never pray against the harvest. If you pray, that's why God will bring the harvest quick. Jesus says, every man will give account to every careless word. He didn't joke. And he said, for you will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. That you may be paid back for all that you have done while in the body. He didn't joke. And you understand that God really measures your heart. Not your act. I think let me tell you this. I was talking to someone before, you know, just a few days ago. I talk a lot about God and about heaven. I wondered, that was about two days ago. I wondered, there are some people who did wrong and God overlooked it. Because their hearts, they didn't intend to do so. And there are some people who did wrong, who know that they shouldn't do it. God will never overlook that. He will never. Even if fire is coming out of your head as a born again, you must be punished. Whatsoever a man sow, he reap. That's why you must not get in the counsel of the wicked. What does it profit you to run somebody down that you call your friend? Come on, tell me. Tell me what a good thing you get from it. Then serious punishment. That prayer and fasting can't stop you. And God will not be able to stop you. Stop it. So whatever is lovely. <laughs> I want to come on Sundays and see everybody successful. You will never meet Apostle Williams and he tells you discouraging things. You won't have that account throughout your lifetime till I die. If Jesus tarries. You won't have the account. I will get it now. So you must be to all others. Even when you didn't perform well and you didn't behave well, I will still tell you something better for your future. Are we together now? I will do everything to help you. I would not want to be blessed at the expense of others and to put others down so that I am the only one. They said he's making it. A man like that has no spirit of God. Because... If I become a millionaire and I show everybody how to be a millionaire, if all of us become a millionaire, it reduces my burden. At least, if we want to contribute money, I won't have to contribute all my million. I will contribute part. You contribute part. They say it in my language that a rich man in the family of all poor is the most poor. Now, let me finish my decision. Hallelujah, somebody. So there he says that God was reconciling the whole world in Christ. Uh, to himself in Christ. 
not counting men's sins against them, and he has committed to us what? The message of bringing people to, to Christ, not condemning them. You, hell, you, hell, you, hell. Homosexual, hell. Prostitute, hell. What again? What again? What again? Okay, hell. Hell, hell, everybody, hell. Hallelujah, somebody. That's how some people say. I don't know why you talk about hell so much and everybody's going to hell when you think you're not in hell. You should be telling people where you are so that they can come to where you are. Jesus always say, in my father's house. He didn't say in hell. You are given the message to reconcile mankind back to God. Tell them how good God is. When they deliberately commit blunder before you, ignore his Saturday night by heaven. Are you dwell about what the devil did to people? Tell about what Jesus did to you and what he did for you. Why? Because the last verse says, verse 20, we are therefore what? Come on, say I'm a Christ ambassador. I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. It didn't seek well. I say I'm an ambassador. I say I'm an ambassador. I am an ambassador. Let me say something to you. Every other thing I will teach you are privileges of an ambassador. Beginning from power and authority, ministry of angels. All right? Right entry, direct entry before the Father. These are rights you have. Power to cast that devil. Power to decree that it shall come to pass. Power to go to God directly. Okay? I will tell you much about the power. Power to be, to, be, to be served by angels. Power to carry the glory. Power to carry the presence. Power to speak on behalf of God on earth. And God is bound to do it. Because you said it. I would gather now. And we'll dive more into the powers and privileges. But I will stop this morning on this fact. That we began by saying God invited you in for as a member of family. But then he now made you into an ambassador. So, as you are a member of the family, not only that, he now sent you forth. Brought you in as a member. Then sent you forth as a representative, an ambassador. Now, ambassador can be, he can deputize where he does. An ambassador does deputize for the president or the head of state. In this jurisdiction that an ambassador is, one of these jurisdiction rights is just the same authority that the head of state carries. So, if they want to discuss with that country, it is the ambassador they call. And whatever he says, that this is what our country will do, this is what our country will do, even if the Prime Minister or the President didn't want to do it because the Ambassador said it, they would do it. Okay? That is the right and privileges of an Ambassador in his jurisdiction. An Ambassador will always not say what the country would not do because before Ambassador will go out, he must have been educated about the international relations, about the limits and the powers he carry, about the area he cannot speak into and the area he can speak into. And he will have been taught about diplomacy so that when he's in the other country, he will have been taught about that country so much that he will, he will know the country more than the president of that country. So that when he's talking about that country, he understands that country more than that president who is in the country. So when he speaks, he cannot speak wrong as an ambassador. I would get it now. If you touch an ambassador, the whole nation comes to fight. That's why in America, when they touch the ambassador of America in Libya, 
before you know it, jets are on the, on the sky, everywhere is surrounded by America. But let me say something to you. Understanding about the jurisdiction and power and authority of an ambassador of the world will help you understand when I talk about your jurisdiction and your authority. Because the ambassador of the world have limits. He has standard. He has, you know, uh, you know, limits to what he can say and stuff. But to those of us who are sent by God, he said, whatsoever you bind. I love the word. Definition of my jurisdiction. Whatsoever you bind. All right. The earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. So we are, it means that I have my jurisdiction over everything God has created. Over everything that God has created. You know, what I'm telling you now, you may not understand it very well, but just accept it. I am talking from a different perspective of law. Are we together now? What I'm saying now, I understand it deeper than I used to read the Bible. Because we do not really understand that, so we have not been using it. A little stupid devil messing around your life and you are crying. For what? For what? The being that your father gave you authority to do anything you like. Anything you say about that situation must be honored. And you are crying. You are crying. That's why he told Moses when they were crying at the Red Sea. He said, Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell Israel to move. Move to where? Into the sea. If they had walked into the sea initially, the sea would have parted. The sea would have parted. God said move. And he said go this way. And you got the sea. Enter it. Jesus did so. Jesus didn't ask the Father, should I walk on the sea? He came. They have, the, the rest have gone. Where did they go? They took the boat. How, where did they pass through? They went through here and he went. He walked on the sea like he was walking on the road. Somebody did not ask God what to do when he called the bar prophets together. He himself, he said, set the altar. Call your God. God didn't tell him to say that. He said, call your God to send fire. The God that answers by fire, let him be God. It has never happened to a man before, and it has never happened thereafter. Of course, well, it did happen thereafter. I know a man of God who is my own father. It happened to him. Physically commanded fire, the brother that came down and burnt the, 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 the forest to ashes. He is the one I followed. Apostle Joseph, I He walked on the water. Your jurisdiction as ambassador, stand up on your feet and we're going to pray. You are going to thank God for the authority that God has given to you and the privileges. I begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Give God the praise and honor and glory. (coughs) Thank God that you are God's children. Thank God that you are ambassadors of Christ. Lord, we exalt and magnify thee. I don't, I, some of you don't know what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey! Think about the things I told you. You are more than what you think you are. As many who believe in God give them the power to be called sons of God. Not sons born by the will of man, but by God. Lord, I bless you for the authority. I thank you for the grace and privileges that turn with my salvation. I thank you because I am your ambassador. Praise the name of the Lord and bless His name forever and ever. Now begin to decree concerning your life. Things that should happen, rebuke the devil over your life and family. Command things that should be to be. And rebuke those that things that are that shouldn't be. 
curse them, command them to wither from their roots. There was a man God walking. He saw a tree. The tree appears as if it had fruits and there was nothing on it. He says to the tree, may man not eat from you anymore. And it was so on the spot. Lift up your voice and speak in the name of the King of Heaven. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Make a decree over your life. For the rest of this year, what should happen to you? You cannot remain in the same place by December. Your family cannot remain in the same place for December. See something now. To catalyze the rest of your month of July. The Lord told us this is a month of revelation. Ask God for sight and insight. Some already got it this month. Ask God for the power over sin. Ask God for boldness and confidence that comes from His grace. Oh Lord my King. Tell the Lord I am what you say that I am. Manifest in me, O oh God. Your power without limits. Your glory without limits. Your presence without limits. That the world may know that I am your child. I don't want to live a life of regret anymore. Tell the Lord, crush my old man completely. If a man is in Christ Jesus, is a new creation. So that the old has no more jurisdiction over me. The new has come. Palerobosha. Oh Lord, my King. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Make a difference of me among mortal men. Tell the Lord. David said, I've been young, I'm not old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for food. In the book of Deuteronomy 28, verse 13, he said, you will always be on top, you will never be beneath. What are you doing creeping in life? Speak to your life to move forward. Speak to your life to rise to the top. Speak to your life to shine like light. It is the promise of God. Oh Lord, my King. Oh Lord, my King. Ah, bless you, Lord. Now begin to thank God for those things you have said will come to pass. Anywhere you read in the Word of God, it shall come to pass. Now you read again, and it came to pass. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. As many who are under my voice, I declare that the things you have spoken to your life today begins to manifest. What the Bible says you are, that's what you manifest. Everything that you are manifesting, contrary to God, I cause them to die from the roots. Every tower of Babel in your life, I command them to crumble. I command them to crumble to ashes, and I ask that the wind of God will blow them away. There are some of you who have been procrastinating serving God. May the Lord destroy the spirit of procrastination. May the Lord grant you the ability and grace to do exactly what you say. Oh, he that watches the wind shall not sow. May you be able to see beyond the wind. Father, Lord, I pray for the spirit of sight and insight. This is the month of visions. Every member of this house should seek to see visions 
more in this month than any other time. But how can a man receive what he has not set his heart upon? Turn the heart of these people to seeking visions with God. Turn their hearts with God to seeking revelations with God. A man went on his knees to seek you for vision, and he prayed for 21 days until he received it. So, Lord, let such attitude fall upon Christ with Tabernacle Global, that we may be able to say the things that you are about to do, so that we will fulfill the destiny you have written. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of glory. Hallelujah.